Welcome to Experiencing Christ with Pastor Dennis Matufu. Freedom Experience is a teaching ministry of the Word that is driven by the purpose that believers may subjectively realize the full knowledge of the truth according to 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4. Experiencing God in the incarnated Word, which is Christ to be life and light to man with grace and reality for man's enjoyment. And now, open wide your spirit to receive this great teaching which is going to empower you to begin experiencing Christ as your life. This is Pastor Dennis Matovo, worth hearing. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. <laughs> freedom reigns in this place. Showers of mercy and grace falling on every face. Freedom experience. Experiencing Christ. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and hallelujah. Thank you once again for tuning in on Freedom Experience Ministry Program. This is Pastor Dennis Matov, other from Kampala, Uganda. And I want to come uh, with you in the word of his life. And I congratulate everybody that has been following, sharing, and that one that has just come in uh, today as you being that is your first time. God bless you. Thanks for uh, visiting and we pray that you enjoy uh, the wonderful teachings that we bring here by the grace of the Lord uh, from Kampala Uganda is Freedom Experience Ministry and we uh, bring our programs on air on Freedom Experience Radio and other platforms and uh, podcasts and even on social media we see that we spread the word of God so that people see the life the light, the grace and the truth for their enjoyment we want to experience Christ. We want to dispense Christ that we have received. We are living for one purpose, to display the manifold wisdom that is found in the Word of God concerning Jesus Christ. Today, we want to talk about uh, something that is also important in our journey of salvation. Uh, that is a holy life. We are going to talk about a holy life. What is a holy life? Now, in our study of the book of Leviticus, when you summarize the, the, the entire book of Leviticus, it summarizes the general sketch of the Leviticus in this way. It summarizes that through the tabernacle, with the offerings and by the priests, God is redeemed, are enabled to fellowship with God serve God and God is holy people living a holy life which expresses God. So when you read through all those chapters that talk about consecration how you are supposed to offer sacrifice the kind, the nature of sacrifice all the do's and don'ts they summarize with this phrase which is through the tabernacle with the offerings and by the priests God is redeemed are enabled to fellowship with God, serving God, and be God's holy people, living a holy life, which is, which expresses God. Now, this is what we can get uh, at our utmost from the book of Leviticus. 
everything we find in the book of Le- Leviticus, it is uh, about this that we have uh, stated. We have stated that the, the, the book of Leviticus is talking about the tabernacle and how we are supposed to serve within the tabernacle. It talks about the offerings and the kind of offerings and the category of people that are supposed to bring those offerings. It talks about that the offerings are brought by the priests. It talks about those that those that were saved from Egypt, God's redeemed people, they they were taught how to fellowship and how to serve God and how to bring their offerings to God. And that is what we see in the book of Le- Leviticus, God is holy people living a holy life, a life of consecration that expresses God. That's what we have come to share today in Jesus' mighty name. Now, what does what does it mean to be a holy people living a holy life? The Apostle Peter in the in 1 Peter chapter uh, 1 verses 3 and 23 uh, revealed two dif- divine facts that the triune God gave to every believer. When we read, we see that in 1 Peter 1 23, the Bible mentions two things from verse 3 and also verse 23. 1 Peter 1 verse 3, the Bible says that, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now that is chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Now we come to verse 23. The Bible says that being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Now we see that in Paul's uh, revelation that he had gone, he had got concerning the triune God, was first of all, it mentions that it it, calls, it tells us to call God the Father. We call God our Father, the Holy One who called us. That is when we come to First Peter, chapter one, still verses fifteen. You see that the Bible, to, to seventeen, the Bible says that, but as, um, but as he he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation that is all manner of living uh, because it is written be ye holy for I am holy and if you call on the father who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work past the, past the time uh, it says past the time of your sojourning here in fear now we see that we call unto the father who is the one who is, who is holy and it tells us to be holy, even as he is holy. Now we have seen uh, what it implies. It implies that we have been born of God. And that's why we call on our Father, God. And even as we are praying, the Father whom we are calling is Holy God. And therefore we are supposed to know that he possesses a holy life. And he is holy in nature. If we are to come to such a Father, then we have to be people who are living a life of holiness. Paul confirmed this divine fact by telling us that we are partakers of the divine nature. That is in Second Peter chapter uh, four, chapter one, verse four. It was Peter, not Paul. Peter confirmed the, the the divine fact 
telling us that uh, we are partakers of his divine nature. Remember the Bible says in 2 Peter 1.4 that uh, we have been made to be part and to share. He says we are partakers whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these we might become partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now we see that we are holy because we have we have we have both the life and the nature of our holy father we are not holy because of our deeds we are not holy because of the way we behave because of the way we protect, we keep ourselves you see we are only holy because of two things because of the life of god that we have received and because of the nature of god that we have received the nature of a holy father now the second divine fact that apostle peter revealed to us is that the blood of jesus christ redeemed us from our our vain manner of life handed down by our, from our fathers when you come to first peter chapter 1 verse 18 the bible says first peter 1 8, 18 says that for as much as you know you were not redeemed with corruptible things uh, as as silver and gold from you, your vain conversation or your vain living received by your tra tradition from your fathers. Now, this verse is stating that we have inherited something in our way of life. The way we behave, the way we do things, it is from our fathers. And when Jesus was redeeming us with his blood, the Bible told us that we were redeemed from such vain manner of life that was passed over from our fathers. Now, redemption not only saves us, uh, not only saves us uh, in, 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 uh, from God's judgment, no, it does not save us from God's judgment. Only. It also saves us from such manner of life as indicated here in First uh, Peter 1.18. Redemption will not only save us in God, from God's judgment, but also it saves us from our vain manner of life, our way of living, which is not glorifying God. Now we can live another number of another way of life, the way of God, the way of holiness, a holy manner of life, just like First uh, Peter one fifteen states. It says that, but as He which He has called you is holy, so be ye holy. In all manner of life, in all manner of your living, be holy. Now, this holy life is something central in the verses in, 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 in our living, in the essence of our living. So, to live a holy life is not simply a matter of wearing more modest clothes uh, or refraining from wearing makeup, nor is it an and assuming of, of some type of pious good conduct or pious conduct. When we talk about holiness, it is that our very being, that our very being, our inward thinking and our, and our outward doings, they are a reflection and an expression of our holy life. 
through the life of our Savior who dwells in us. You see, when we talk about living a holy life, it is not our outward wearing of adornments, earrings, and putting on makeup, that and looking smart. No. It is us having an inward change, an inward transformation, an inward thinking being renewed, living a having a holy thinking, having your inward being uh, in your inward thinking and your out, outward doings reflecting the glory of God, the holiness of God, expressing the Holy Father which is living within you. We have seen that we are holy because we have both the life and the nature of our Holy Father, not because of our actions, not because we are so uh, uh, careful not to sin, not only so, we see that even Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 15 verses 16, he says, Apostle Paul, he tells us that we are sanctified in the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit enters us, that is Romans 15 verses 16, the Bible says that, now this is Paul, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So Paul here shows us that from the day we accepted Jesus Christ, we were sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Now to sanctify means to make holy. In the Holy Spirit we see that we are made holy not only positionally, as in the matter of uh, objective experience, but also dispositionally in our subjective life. We, are, we have been made holy even in our day-to-day -day life, in our living, by the Holy Spirit's renewing and transforming work. This is resulting in, in our sanctification. Let us read Romans chapter 6, verse 19. Romans 6, 19 and uh, 22. We see that the Bible says in Romans 6, 19 that I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to, to uncleanness and to iniquity, and to iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness and to holiness. Verse 22 says, But now, being made free from sin and become servants of God, you have your fruit unto holiness and, and the, the end everlasting life. Paul is showing us what the Lord has done when he sanctified, when he redeemed us. The Holy Spirit has sanctified us. The Holy Spirit has done a work in us. Something has been taking place within us so that we may be called the holiness of God. So that we may be uh, described as those people that are holy before God. So we need to know and to have this assurance that we have been called to live a holy life, a life that pleases God, a life that glorifies Him. Amen? This is the life of Christianity. 
And the Bible has told us, we see that from Peter's writing, we see that he's calling us to, be, to have a holy life. And this life is the expression of the Father's holiness, the Father's holy life, and the nature of the Father. If we want to see that there is an expression of the Father's holiness, we are to live a holy life, then the Father will be seen through us as we are living a holy life. Amen. So, we have been regenerated. We are born again. Our spirits are now uh, made whole. But now we are dealing with our soul life. And our flesh, our body requires holiness. We have got to be living such a life. From Paul's writing, we have seen that we are sanctified in the Holy Spirit. And that, uh, that's, that there is a sanctifying work which is carried out in us by the washing of the water of life in Christ's word. So Paul continues to teach us that the way God does the cleansing to make us holy is by this, through the sanctifying work of the word of God. The more we fellowship, the more this work of the Holy Spirit is done into us by even the word of his uh, testimony. Praise the Lord. So we see that we may also be washed in the water of the Lord's word to be a holy people with a holy life to express our God. That's why it is important for us to study the word of God. Let us go back and read Ephesians uh, chapter um, Ephesians chapter chapter uh, 5 verses uh, I think 25. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 to 27. Still Paul is showing us what Christ is doing in his church. He says in chapter 25 that husbands love your wives even as Christ has loved you, also loved the church, and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of, of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, and to not having spoil, no, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So Christ is giving us, Paul is giving us here an illustration how Christ loved the church, cherished it, washed it by the water of his word. Now we see that the blood does the cleansing work to forgive sin and also to, to remove the judgment. But the water of the word of God will always keep on washing us so that we have a clean life sanctifying us in our minds, in our hearts, in our day-to-day -day life. Ephesians 1.4 is saying to us that Ephesians 1.4 The Bible says that according as he has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and without blemish uh, without blame before him in love. So when he called us before uh, he, he called us to become holy. We are called to be holy, to live a holy life. So Christ accomplishes this sanctifying work by washing uh, the washing of our uh, of the water in the word. That is in Ephesians 5 26. 
So the Lord is continuing this work of sanctifying us, making us holy, causing us to be holy in the name of Jesus. And I pray for you, wherever you are and whatever you do, may the Lord give you that grace to keep yourself holy that he sees Christ living in you and you express him in everything that you do. God bless you. I wish to stop from here and I'm called Pastor Dennis Matov. You have been seeing how this holy life uh, comes about and what it means. And we have said that this whole life is something that we receive from our Father. It's not something that we have worked for. It is something that we receive uh, when we unite ourselves with the Father. His life becomes our life. His holy life becomes our holy life and we are called holy not because of our deeds. We are called holy because we believe in the Father who is holy and righteous, who is uh, living in purity. So even as God is calling us to do the same, I pray for you, God bless you, and I pray that the Lord continue to uh, minister to you through this word, wherever you are. Please visit our website at www.freedomexpenseministry.org. You get more teachings, more audios, and more devotions for you to enjoy. If you feel like you want to be a, a, a partner, a friend, a sponsor, a, support, a supporter, a donor, whatever, may the Lord bless you. Visit our website and please donate to us in any form. God is going to bless you. We want to hear from you. May you write us on our email at the website. God bless you. Bye-bye. To get more of this message and partner with Freedom Experience Ministry, log on to our website www.freedomexperienceministry.org or find us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. You can also call us directly on plus 256-703-89-0009. Be blessed. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ.